there are for sure other ones who are more experienced as trainers. So just wanna uh, make that clear. The rest is okay. The rest is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So what are we gonna do today? Mm. Do we have um, some urgent things going on, questions, or what is, what is your protocol normally when you have your meetings? Usually we do like logistics, if there's some logistics to do, and, uh, and then we celebrate, we usually celebrate some things that happened with us during the weeks where are we at then there's a proposal and then check out this is more or less the logistics of the session and i have one logistics for the people that just came in that there's a doodle i'm going to share again for the dates of the trainer path portugal gathering in september or end of august or september so you can fill it up mm. So we can set the date with as many people has that can be present that time. Thank you, Joanna. Thanks. Yeah, is there any other logistic? Good, then let me come up with a question, okay? So, Joanna, why do you want to be a trainer? Actually, the, the, the process of me becoming a trainer was not a, a very, was not a, a very obvious path. So it's, it's more the work I've been doing with possibility management kind of brought me to this place of two years ago, I said, yes, yes to space holding. Yes, because I, I really thrive on places of responsibility. This is my discovery that I can be of service and, and, and to like feel like my bodies thriving and on fire and um, what, what is moving me to to be to be of service in this way is really to 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 be building community in a way that I, I've never seen before and this is really touching me in ways that I, I don't know what other teams are doing, but I know what we are doing here. And I, I, I feel it in my body that this is something that I want to experience for a little longer. I don't know until when or where, where this, this experience is taking me. I, I don't know the end, but I know this is something that I, I, I feel joy like making all the connections with these amazing beings and discovering new ways of doing things and especially how to relate to people. So why, what is, what is it that you couldn't do that as a participant? Or let me put it the other way, 
what's the difference for you to want to be a trainer in the trainer path and not a possibility manager in the possibility management path, so to speak. So why being a trainer? Hmm. You can be, be in service as anybody. Mm -hmm. I guess the, the, the journey that I was in brought me into this place of um, having passed through some um, experience that then along the journey in possibility management was, was kind of an, an, a necessity of then to actually st I started to be an organizer or ETB organizer for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And then there was a point of, um, yeah, of, of wanting to know more about how the distinctions, how can I land distinctions in the space like that for a group of people? So then become, I, I try, I, I train myself for the the practice expand the box training, and then it it was like the, this whole crew or almost the whole crew in the last ETV from Clinton in Portugal. There was a necessity for like someone to space hold um, a space or a space where people want to practice to land distinctions. So this is this is my journey. Thank you. So uh, I want to know that of each of you, and and we try to go deeper and deeper. Okay, mm. so uh, uh, the maybe it becomes a little bit more dangerous then. So, Luis. Yes. Why why do you? follow the trainer path why do you want to be a trainer and and uh, i'm less interested in the story how you became a trainer and less interested in your thoughts but maybe you can go right this very moment inside of yourself and and speak from the source of why you want to be a trainer i want to be a trainer possibility management trainer Because what I felt when I was on my ETB was deep transformation and enlightenment. And I want to make that happen. I have the need of replicate that in me by seeing other people doing it in front of me while I facilitate it. And as a facilitator, I would be a participant and that could happen also with my colleagues. And at the same time, while I do it, I go deeper and deeper in more layers of myself. It's more challenging, is more dangerous, And I feel a calling inside. I have a story that I have a calling for this. At the second day, 
I was talking with Clinton and saying, I am afraid. So, I am on this trainer path to make it happen for me and for others. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Raoul, so what can you do as a trainer, as a possibility management trainer? Like what you couldn't do as a just be a, being your own possibility manager, so to speak. So where is where where do you feel the difference for you or the distinction? Can you repeat one more time the question, please? Well, you could live a life. You could say, that was great, ETB, I do my labs and I can really use it well for my life. And um, you are affecting anyway people. I mean, wherever you go. So now, but you are in the trainer path. So you could also just be at labs and develop yourself in the lab. So what is it that you feel pulled? Yeah. yeah. So I had this thing in, in the lab when Joanna was saying about the trainer path of Portugal. And in that moment, I felt that I want to begin from somewhere. And I felt that that was the point from where I can begin to do something in my life, something that has meaning, not only for me and also for the other people. And what's still keeping me in the training path Portugal, it's also the people that I work with. Because I know it's not, I mean, for me, it's not easy to be in this trainer path Portugal. And the things that I'm doing here are, let's say that are beyond the edge, beyond the, the, beyond the normal life that I could have in the past, for example, compared, com compared to the one that I had in the past. So also I'm also intrigued by the connection that I could have with everyone that I meet. And yeah, for me, being a trainer is being a connector and holding what was to be held and was to be bring by the space and by the people that needs it in the space. So for me, trainer is a connector for whatever it's needed to be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to okay. add. Thank you. 
I have to ask you for one second because my computer says it needs current. And I, I have to get one just a second, please. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, um, Tanya. Let me let me let me get a question for you. So what is the difference for you um, in all day life? Um, being a possibility manager or being a trainer? Well, first of all, there are many similarities. Um, so being a possibility manager as well as being a trainer implies to to walk the talk and to be and live what I'm what I'm learning and what I'm training in, in spaces like this. And the difference for me is in daily life that I even more offer what is what wants to come through and it somehow comes naturally to like like the other day when when a friend was in low drama and and somehow we started to do a, a, a mini training or a coaching. And so to, to bring this into the world, what, what, yeah, what I'm longing for to see the world and to be the bridge to, to, to next culture. I, I, I'm already liquid, but, or yeah, very, I feel sad because this is really what I'm longing for. And, I see this work as the only work I know, which is so comprehensive and really bringing, bringing this empowerment and responsibility into the world. And so the difference for me is to, yeah, to, to, to be a bridge also in the small, tiny daily, moments when I'm 
at the grocery store and and offering different possibilities when someone is low drama or the cashier is low drama for stuff like that yeah thank you thank you thank you julian if if there was no trainer path offered what would you do i mean how would you live how would you express yourself so to speak i'd be finding other ways to do this work that i think is important i i think i'm drawn to this to possibility management particularly because it's just the closest thing that i found that brings together enough different things to um so yeah i have this vision of like transformative cultures which is kind of similar to next culture and that's what i've been following in my life up to now and in discovering pm i'm i'm sort of in awe of it, the potential of it um particularly because i've spent a lot of time doing activist work and i've like seen the need in the activist world for a different culture to do activism from and a different place to do activism from um and i'm following that that's like what my life's work is about and the fact that there is the possibility of doing this is super exciting for me and i guess before i found pm i was doing conflict work so that was kind of my the path that i was going on before i started doing this more and i have another project which is in the same area and that isn't pm but it's doing the same work of trying to create responsible cultures and transformative cultures i guess thank you thank you thank, thank you. you julian thank, thank you, you. Yeah, Alan. Hello, Cornelius. Why are you a trainer? I'm a trainer. I'm not a trainer still, but I'm in the path of becoming a trainer. Um, but I, I will answer that from that perspective, if I was a trainer. No, answer it from the perspective of what is mm. in your heart, just, just okay. right out of there. Yeah, yeah. Why am I a trainer? I'm a trainer because I see there is more, um, there is more to our lives than we are living now in a, a lot of systems. So I want to bring transformation those places already i'm working as a facilitator and i'm longing for deep deeper connections between people um, more collaboration more transformation more authenticity so i was fascinated by the the way that possibility management delivers 
transformation in the space. I could experience it and it was really fast and sharp and the distinctions were, were very powerful for me. And as I, I like to, to be on that space and facilitate that space, I was immediately attracted and felt drawn to, 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 to follow the spats, to, to transform myself, um, to kind of, to bridge, to bridge um, something different that I, I believe is possible. Um, I, I am not satisfied for, 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 for what is work today in our professions and what is school today, what is education today. I'm full of that. I, I see that it's possible to do something different. So possibility management, I think it delivers a very sharp approach and a very fast approach. I think we, we need to, to do it fast. We, we, I feel... I feel that I want to contribute to that. I, I want to empower myself. I want to empower others. So, yeah, that's why I'm a trainer. And I want to collaborate. I like to collaborate. I thrive in a, when I'm in a group. I'm fed up of being a wolf, a lonely wolf. So, yeah, that's, that's me. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Carla. Uh, is there is there a need to be a trainer or I mean you can you can speak from yourself and you can also speak generally or you can even speak from both perspectives. And also why, why must you be a trainer or must there be trainers and what is it all about? For me, um, there must be trainers. And for me, the need for being a trainer, it's because I think there's, it is urgent that the world has trainers and trainer responsible trainers and with this high level of commitment and this high level of um, responsibility to deliver um, evolution so there is a need and um, i could be i could choose not to be a trainer and still do possibility management and use it in my own life but it wouldn't be the same Basically, because um, the incredible tools that possibility management offers, uh, for me, need to be shared. And I'm, I was doing a type of work that already provides um, human development, but they are not as... Um, as sharp as possibility management is, they are not as fast and as not, and they don't have this type of quality that I find in possibility management. So for me, it is important because of those qualities and because I believe that people can do this together. 
So for me, it's really important to be surrounded by a team of people, of committed people there I can, I can be, uh, I can embrace and I can be embraced by. And this brotherhood for me is, is very important and very meaningful. And I think from this point, not only I can make a difference, but we together can make a difference that affects the world. And yes, there is a need from this perspective. Uh, we need to be um, the biggest number as we can, and we can work together because together we can go, uh, we can do it better, faster, and we can have a better impact in the world. So this is why I choose to be a trainer. Thank you. Thank you, Carlo. Thank you, Carlo. So is it Dor or Sharabi, the, <laughs> your first name? My name is Dor. Dor, okay. So Dor, can you tell me what... what made you go on this train of path and, and I would like to hear it from like, what have you learned? Like, you know, you can learn things and then you have it here, but there are things that you can learn that, that are changing something inside of you. And, and what, what, what was the thing that had such a heavy impact on you that you wanted to become a trainer? Thank you for your question. Is 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 your name Cornelius or Cornelius yeah. Boots? No, Cornelius. Cornelius. Thank you for your question. I want to share something that comes up for me before I answer your question. So I have this fear right now about the what's going on in this space. I have this. So. So I have also some anger about the way what's going on in this space right now and I, I'll just describe what what is coming up for me is I see so I know about uh, and Chloe and Clinton shared with us two weeks ago that there's going to be someone from um, from you know I don't know how to call it what's the name of it but so from the six people that they are, are going to come to the space and share with us and help us um bring us closer to creating ETBs. And I'm happy that, that you're here, Cornelius, because you know I, I just saw you, I never met you before, and I'm really happy that you're here, and I'm happy to meet people from PM. And I, I see the, 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 um, the space started without, like, I don't, I don't really feel like I know you, like I didn't hear anything about you except what Joanna said in the beginning. And I have fear because the way I see what is going on in this space is like you're asking questions and everyone is, is trying like their best to give their best answer. And I don't, I didn't see a lot of feelings coming up for anyone here. It's like, I didn't hear anyone share about these feelings. And I, I kind of, I have this sensation that is almost this like, I don't know, this almost like this artificial answer to an authority figure. And oh, I have a lot of fear sharing that, but it's also, 
that's also what comes up for me and I have, I have some sadness around it that I think there might be possi- other possibilities of us sharing what it, in, what it means for us to be, to be trainers uh, in a different way. And I also want to answer your question, but I wonder if, what do you think or feel about what I just shared? Well, or anyone else, yeah. Let me, uh, let me say what I feel. I, first of all, I'm very happy that you are not holding back and that you're bringing it up. And secondly, <clears throat> I wanna make it clear that this is a question that should rather not interest me, but you yourself. So, and you should ask this question actually every time, at least before you give a training, you have to be clear about that. And you, you have to access that point inside of you that who makes you do that. Because many people are excited being a trainer. I'm standing in the front. I'm important. I can make people, I bring them to places. I'm doing something. Many of these people exist. And this is not the quality that you need if you want to be, if you really want to be a trainer that is touching the hearts of people. And, and I think it is very important for me at least to know why I'm doing this work. If there is, if there is anything that I want to show myself or if it is just there is this need that this has to happen or for example, in my case, so I can check in with you that I'm totally not somebody who really wants to be a trainer. So I have to drag myself into these spaces. So if a trainer invites me, I say yes before I can think so that I have to do it. And why do I do that? Because I have profited so much for my personal life in my relationships, in my business, in just my inner relaxedness, relax, relaxlessness, or how do you say that in English? Relaxation, maybe. I'm so happy about what I have learned and that I now can give it words because a lot of that, I, I carried it in my heart, but I didn't have distinctions. I had no words, you know, and now I have it. And, and um, to me, it seems just not okay to know stuff that helped me so much and not share it with other people. This is where the necessity comes out of me why I do this work. So, and I need to know that, that this is the reason for me why I do that. And that's why I ask you these questions. Yeah, you, you ask them from time to time to yourself, but you can still also ask these questions. Did it change now? Uh, is it, ha, has something come, has something added on the reason why you want to be a trainer or what it means for you to be a trainer? Thank you. Thank you. Have you finished? I'm finished, yes. Oh. Thank you, Cornelius. Uh, I'm happy that you shared and I, I feel more connected to you right now. And I think I was, I was missing some context in this, in this space, like what are we doing here? And I think you just 
made it much more clear. And I'm happy about this distinction about keep asking myself this question like all the time. So thank you for that. And to answer your question for me, um, I feel I'm jacking in into this being a trainer thing and it's, it's a process. And the last thing that came up for me, I had a, a really powerful emotional healing process in which I understand that in past life, I was this almost like a commander of, of an army of the city that fell from and being conquered by the patriarchy at that time. So there, it was Rome. And I, I saw my, my, my death and in my death, I had so much anger and frustration about, about like, why, how can we fight this? How can we fight this huge machine? It's the, the patriarchal machine. And, and I had these last moments when I, I think the only way that we can fight this huge machine is to braid ourselves together, like, like a braid in the hair, like braid us, but also everyone else in the world. So we can braid every, all the people in the world into this, into this something out of, outside of the patriarchy. And, and for me, I think I was the possibility manager many years before I, I knew what it was. And, and, and becoming a trainer thing is about that. It's about like grading more people into that, making trainers, training trainers or training possibility managers that can go outside this patriarchy and, and we can be all together in this new reality, next culture, whatever that is. That is what it's about for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dor. Thank you. Thank you, Dor. Thank you. Does anything have to be added or subtracted? Yes, yes. I, I would like to thank you for your answers and I, I, in the last weekend, I, in the TP nights, there was spaces coming up and, and situations to, to deal with. And in the last sharing, I was like crying and sobbing because it, I hold space for a difficult conversation for two hours. And, uh, and, and then one, one Garamlin just came into the space and just did a sort of the same kind of um, thing he was doing before with, with this relationship. And I was just crying and in the middle of my crying, I was like, and, and this is my job and I will not give up. So it, it's, it's really the power of feeling for me is what makes me feel alive and, and and this is the best way I've 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 get to known to to change the world and to change my world. And when I hear heard you say Adore about the machine and, and fighting the patriarchy, it's like I'm a bit tired of that kind of um, thinking of fighting the patriarchy, fighting like the patriarchy has power and and what possibility management also taught me is like the power is in the individual 
and and this is something that's like to shift my brain and my language and the way I speak that can transform something inside of me and in 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 other people that's 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 a beautiful start and I know it will not have an end I don't see and I see I will die and this job will still there and I, I hang on into an image that someone actually told me that I see you, Joanna, in the nature and actually where you are, there's no need to present maps anymore because everything is integrated already. And that kind of beautiful integration that allows people to, to give up uh, low drama and go for something else, it's, it's something that I would like to see still live and to live. So, thank you for your questions, Cornelius. Thank you. I also want to add two things. So one thing is that it was just the, the last days when it became clear again for me that I'm still close enough to modern culture so that I understand and, and I'm able to speak the language and be the like the first steps of the bridge because if people are too far advanced and speak the possibility management language um, those from modern culture would not probably not understand and would just not follow so what I found also got feedback is that um, I see myself as as a as one of the first <laughs> of the first steps of, of the bridge, and and to bring people onto that bridge, um, and that that modern culture people still understand what I'm saying, and then uh, I can lead them in into the next stages, so to speak. And the second thing I want to add is that. I, I just got jobs on my bench, which is about empowering game world builders. And I find this quite exciting. A friend of mine, she's now becoming a founder of a Regionalwert AG, um, <laughs> a regional value AG, which is a, um, which is a, it's a company and it's supporting the regional value of farmers and and everything which is related to that so that um yeah so that it's a new game world next to the old game world of capitalism it's it's a new game world which is supporting each other and um i feel glad that i can yeah that th these kinds of jobs which maybe don't look like the classical trainer jobs um, also land on my bench. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank, Thank you. you, Tanya. There is something that I want to add to what Tanya said <laughs> about this language. So I would hope very much that you will 
always try to translate what we learn at possibility management into normal language as far as it is possible. Like I could, I could see a kind of an art form to be able to speak so that nobody would know that you are a possibility manager mm. and, and you're still understood. And of course, sometimes language just does not have the right words. So we use one word for totally different things. Like, for example, the word share, it, it is kind of a, a share of something. So it is a part and I share my time with you and I share my money with you and I share uh, a cake with you. And it's totally different because if I share a cake, I actually don't get as much cake as if I ate it alone. But if I share my time with you, then I don't lose any time. And, but we ha still have the same word. Do you get the, the gist of it? So, so actually, we, we would need a, a different word for it. And, and, and so if you look exactly, there are so many things that have the same word, which are totally different, like relationship or to relate. You know, So it's in, in mathematics. It's in, I mean, everything relates. I relate to you. But if I say, if somebody says he has a relationship with a Joanna, then everybody would think more, you know, than just we relate right now to each other because it's impossible not to relate. Everything relates to something else in some way. So the word relationship is actually uh, full with unknown contracts unknown assumptions, unknown expectations. And I, I, I don't know even what my partner expects. And even my partner doesn't know what she expects. And I don't know what I expect of my partner. And she does not know what I expect. And a couple things we know what we expect. So all that <clears throat> is hidden in the word uh, relationship. So like a relationship that that would not have that we simply needed a new word for it and and there you need the word or gremlin how do you want to call that you need to have that part of the box that is that is the the like the the, the, the watching program so to speak the creative watching part the the under the the the, the king of the underworld you need to name it somehow because this distinction is so important but as far as you can go, it is so great if you don't, if you don't use the, the, just the terms that are always used, especially if, if you are together with other people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to share that what helped me call the gremlin in translating this is my irresponsible side. And I find there's not a lot of resistance when I explain that to people. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> Theodore. 
So what, what questions are moving you? What, how, how do we want to use the time together? I'm, I'm not the entertainer. I'm not the one who says what's to be happening and for, before everything. Um, I'm not the authority figure. So how can we use this time? Maybe we can go to smaller groups and answer some of these questions and deepen, deepen um, our, share our other answers, the different layer of answers around this. There's a suggestion. For me, it helps to put the questions to Cornelius also. And I have a question for you. Are you available to? Yeah, I am, sure. So I want to know what was the, your biggest story about possibility management in your life that you have created, that your box created, and you realized that it's actually a story. You would have to talk a little, a little bit more because so far I didn't get your question. Or give me an example or something. I, I want to share that another possibility is to hear more about asking question about the ETB because there is there is the context of us like bringing us closer to the ETB. So I wonder what's your what's your idea about that? Like what's for you? Um, what is missing? What do you see that is what we don't know that we don't know about for us or something around that? Okay, Joanna, are you writing all this down? Yes. Okay. So Raul, you are not forgotten. Yes, I was thinking about that you had at one point as a PM or as a possibility manager or a trainer, you had a struggle with possibility management. And in that point, you created a story about it because it's a story when you created that you had that struggle. And I'm curious, what was that struggle and how did you pass by or yeah, challenge it or? Hmm. For example, Luis said that one, one time, he had a conversation with Clinton and he said that, okay, I, I am afraid of this. So I'm curious if you at one point had the doubt of positive management and what story have you created in the way that it was holding you to not go further more than what you were, what you were in that moment. Um, I, I think I didn't have that really okay. because uh, from the beginning, more or less, I was always questioning, you know, and I, 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 uh, I was one of the trainers uh, of, of these older 
guys who who uh, did all the trainings with uh, Clinton um, at at these early stages. And and um, when I doubted something and I asked him, I, I was always welcome. And he more or less reflected it back to me and said, "Okay, figure it out and tell us next time what you found out." And so I had the doubt that there are really only four feelings, for example, and that they need to be in this. Uh, four quadrants and stuff. And so he gave it back to me and I sat down and I constructed a, 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 like a pyramid with four sides. And I put the whole feeling things in such a way together that every feeling is touching every feeling. Like, you know, these four quadrants and then you have anger, like anger, sadness, fear, and joy. And like anger and joy, they are not touching. Okay. Mm. So if you do it three-dimensional, you would, you would, you can do that. So every single feeling is touching every other feeling and it has even like uh, a surface together with it. And that helped me then to understand and after I really understood it for myself, then I could let go of it and say, okay, we can do it with the, with the four quadrants because what the fuck, you know? So it's many things I need to know so deep and I need to have incorporated so deep for myself so that I can really stand behind it. But if I stand behind it, other people can even eat it from me directly. And if somebody would not believe it or would have the doubts that I have, then I probably would do the same thing as Clinton and say, great, go deep into, into it and, and come back with the new information. I'm happy to hear about a totally new picture. So, so and, and I always doubted everything and I always tried to figure it out and I made the experiments in order to find out if this is also, if I can relate to it. And because I was very profound in that or I was like a researcher because I was really interested. So then I uh, got my insights and maybe there are a couple things of possibility management where th that I um, like that that to me they are so important and other things they are not that enlightening to me and so I I don't care I will not hold the flag for this thing I, I go easy you know so. I didn't have I didn't have really a conflict and if I if I have a conflict I will just sit down think about it look at it make experiments figure it out and then go to somebody else and say explain that to me so yeah thank you thank That's you I, I have another question for you Cornelius is that okay? Yeah. How are you um, still training yourself to be a trainer? So what do you do to make sure that you're never done as a trainer? I, 
I don't train myself in order to make sure that I never be done because it annoys me that I never be done. So actually, I try to be in peace with what is not done and what might never be done. Because, you know, you can't go so and so far and then uh, you don't have an excuse anymore why because of that thing I cannot go on. So I, 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 I'm at the point where I say I, I don't care if there is if there is something wrong about me or if I, if some programs are like not going round and perfect, as long as they don't hold me back um, from what I have to do and from what I want to do. Now, if they would hold me back, like if I had um, committed to do something with door and, and, um, I'm feeling aggressions or uh, suppressions or like crazy feelings, then of course I would go and make a process. But like what also, what you can see maybe still within you, but also within colleagues of yourself, there, there is this excited search for the process and I do this and I do that and, and, and you, you're looking and, and stuff. So it's great until it's no more great. So at the beginning, I must say these processes, they were really important for me to, to, to get rid of stuff, to get running. To, and, and now uh, it's not that I don't want to go there anymore, but now I see even though if something is not okay with me, it cannot be an excuse not to do what I'm here for. So I hope you can feel something out of this. Is I, I don't wanna sound arrogant in that, but there is no more excuse that I can give to wrong programs that are running in myself. Mm. And because of a process that I have not done yet. So I will do a process if needed and, and if I cannot do it, then I will still, I, I will still uh, do my work. So, yeah, at the moment, I don't have more words than that. But maybe if the right question comes, I can make it even more clear. Thank you. Cornelius. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And else, have, yeah. elsewise, you know, uh, we are meeting in a, a, as, as trainers, like you are meeting, and we're sharing our exper experiments, our new inventions of processes, our experiences, and um, giving each other feedback the same way you do. And uh, like, I'm really trying to figure this extremely intelligent thing of a gremlin of myself and that's kind of the the greatest maybe the greatest challenge how you no matter how far you have come how this thing will always grow with you and you can never be sure
never ever I, that's what i really believe you can never ever be sure that this thing is not fooling you so so it's good to be humble thank you for that thank you Cornelius, i have a question uh wait a second luis uh, i saw dora raising his hand first i would like to give him the word yeah, I was just uh, acknowledging what you say and saying, I love you for saying that. Thank you. Thank you. Luis? What's next after delivering ETBs and labs? What's next inside of you? <laughs> So I, I tell you something, the most important thing for me really is that my life is a, a, a piece of art for myself, just for me. That, that, that the kind of this, knowing that I can come into the, into contact of the, of this divine part in me, if you want to give it that name, maybe it sounds strange, but like if I was able to save the whole world, but I didn't, but I didn't feel cozy in the arms of the universe, so to speak, if I, if I didn't feel like I'm a beloved of this universe, then I think I, I would have missed it. So this is for me way more important than all the rescuing and all the fight against the patriarchy and, and, and everything which is so also important in possibility management. But first of all, there is this How can I describe this? Probably you all know what I'm talking about, really. There is, there, is, there is these moments where you feel kissed by God or, or, or the goddess or universe, where you know you are not alone, where you feel cozy in who you are, like deep inside, where you are in... in On a, on, a, on a perspective that allows you to, to see things that are that seem to be opposite or not going together where you can see them as a whole a part of, of the whole, so to speak. So if I couldn't do that, then 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 no matter how successful I would be in in, in, in saving the world, I, I, would, I would really always choose this inner part. So developing this, this 
a connection to myself or this this yeah or, uh, to, the connection to this essence that's the next or that's that's always going on and that's what i feel that will never stop and that's the that's the greatest hunger Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe one picture can help. When I was so desperate about the situation of the world and I I I saw myself so small and weak compared to the amount of people that are living here and 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 how crazy I'm I am and how crazy these other people are and how we're going to destroy everything. I, 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 I had this picture how I saw this world, the whole earth and, and the universe, and I could see how that was inside of me. So meaning I'm way more important than the whole universe and, and, and don't see this as arrogance but but to me this this really seems true and it's true for everybody so this existing this existence living in this flesh and blood and here this is such an incredible gift such an incredible chance such this is for itself just being here this is such a great thing and and possibility management and saving the world and saving each other and doing all the processes with it with uh, with another that's the fun part of it but is not by far as important as knowing that knowing what is the most important thing so that that might bring it a little bit even deeper Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I want to know what is the is the next step for us for us to do an ETB for for us as trainers here on the purpose of creating ETB. How do you see our next step? Like what are what is missing for us? So are you are you trainers that have not given an ETB yet because I do not know so so you are Sorry. on the way you are on the way to become an ETB trainer now so I think Joanna is the only one that me and Tanya, yeah me and Tanya, we we can deliver ETBs already okay so I would say the most important thing is get as many labs get for yourself as many labs as you can get. Question everything that you hear on the labs. Look if it is really true. And if it, it, the trainers can make mistakes, then catch them, you know? Go there and doubt the stuff. And, and, and so that you, you know, the more you have doubted and the more you have 
researched for yourself, the stronger you are. So, and, and it doesn't make any sense to be able to understand the cur curriculum and then deliver in words the proper ETBs. Uh, totally not at all about that. It's about like being centered no matter what comes there and, and uh, being able to source, to have this thing really deep understood inside of yourselves. So, that's what I would go for. And really also the question, I mean, you know, I, I did, I went to one lab after the other and, and I had never the idea that I would be a trainer, never ever. And then uh, when I, I think it was when I was in the, in the seventh or so uh, lab, then Clinton said, I should come to the trainer training. And I was, I, uh, I was saying, what should I do there? Okay, I come and, and then I came and, and when I checked in, I said, I actually, I'm here because Clinton said it, but I don't see, I don't, I have no idea really what, what I can help you here or what I can provide here and, and all that stuff. So it went step by step, but you, you need to do the work you need to do, you really need to do this cleanup and, and you need to learn to receive feedback, like to really take it in to, re, you know, understanding what feedback is, is such an incredible thing. It's not, you cannot just learn this in an ETB and, and stuff. No, to, I mean, really to get that and to, to see the gold in it, there are so many layers that you can go deeper and deeper and deeper in that. Or the drama thing, yes, you have heard it often, but there are so many le levels. I mean, possibility management trainers still go into drama. I don't know why that is necessary, but it is happening. So get that, you know, get the fucking drama triangle and, and practice it and have the fun. I mean, really, when I'm in traffic, I get angry and, and I'm having so much fun, but at least now I know I'm having fun right now. I'm angry, you know? I don't take myself for serious. Or, or uh, if I have a struggle with my, with my partner, then I, I know this is now I want to be righteous, you know, it, like it, the, in, in the first second, maybe I do not know. But then when I feel this sweet feeling of righteousness inside of myself, it's so much fun, you know, and then I am already laughing. And so if you, if you can wake up when these feelings are bubbling up inside of you and you're not, you're just not going where this thing wants you to go. But if you just say, oh, that's happening now. Okay. Now, okay. Let's, let's be a little bit angry or something like that. So there is so much to learn about that and so much to play with it. And that makes you so strong if you, if you don't get hooked and if you don't play this game and if you don't need to be a victim if you, I mean, you, as I said, go there from time to time, but know that it is fun. You know, all the people that are victims, they are actually having fun by 
sobbing and creaking and all that is fun, but it is so hard to understand that it is actually, we're having fun right now. We're like addicts drinking this chemical cocktail that produces this and that feeling inside of us. And we need that cocktail from time to time because we grew up with it. We got very much and now we are a little bit addicted. Okay, but, and, 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 and you just need to know that is not a bad thing if you're taking that joint or that, that, that drug for a little, but don't believe yourself that it is the other person. Things like that. Like, be, really become what you have learned in the ETB. Be the ETB, so to speak. That would be, that would be, what you wanna, what do you wanna have inside of yourself when you're standing in front of the people, because they they learn more from your energy than from your words. Thank you. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Cornelius. Thank you. So I don't want to uh, run over Alan. You wanted to go into little groups and maybe it's not necessary. I don't know, but. Uh, it was just a possibility. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm okay with Raul, are, are you okay? Was there something else? I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite enjoying this session. So I'm good until now. Thank you. Okay. So let's see where it brings us the next. 16 minutes. I, I want to ask what questions are making you alive right now in your journey as a trainer and particularly like what research are you doing? At the moment, the most burning thing is um, relationship. Like is it possible to have a relationship where, oh, let me put it the other way. I, I told you previously a little bit about relationship that there are so many contracts involved and stuff. And that made me so angry these, in the last weeks that, that I said to my partner, okay, you know what I wanna do? I wanna break up with you. And, and let's then come back together with nothing. And there is, first of all, there's nothing. And then I tell you, I need this and I cannot have that. And then you think about if you wanna agree to that and then you tell me, and I think if I can agree to that and let's create something that the old world would call a relationship, but we call it Kalalumba. And Kalalumba would be that thing that you would have called relationship before, but there are only things that we have agreed to. And now, now I live together with her with these four things that we have agreed to. And all of a sudden I find out that there is something that I cannot live with. Then I would have no chance to 
make her bad about that there is something that I cannot live with because it's simply, it's not, it has not been agreed to. So now I would have to make a new agreement with her and say, okay, I want to have this thing included. Are you in or not? And then she might say, no, I'm not in. And then I would have to leave her if it is, if I cannot stand it, or we would have to negotiate. But whatever comes, it would have to, it, it would be clear that thing contains only what we have agreed to. It's like a relationship with only agreed ingredients, so to speak. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of, we're talking about that and we're trying to figure that thing out, you know, uh, and, and what is it called, Kalalumpa? You can give it any name. Give it a name that has that has no that you cannot find in the internet. <laughs> and you can give it just a. Maybe we find such a name and we find out how you do this at some time in possibility in the management. Then we can give it a name and then we all use the same name. It's not a mistake if we all use the same name about this thing, but. Um, these relationship issues, or for example, is it is it possible to to um, to have a relationship where that is that is not uh, monogamous and really working? You know, I mean, you can also ask: Is it possible to have a monogamous relationship that's really working? So both questions are good or stupid in the same way, because it seems to me nothing is working really, but. But uh, like all these, like, how can I say? There is this, this thing here in the, in the heart that, that, that you know, you, you know that too, that is wanting to open up, you know, is like milk coming out of your breasts and, and it, it wants to, and, and, And in this process of love, Gremlin is so cool and intelligent to interfere and to mix and to, to trick you and making you think that things are like that right now and it's really not. So this is my research at the moment, like getting the thing with the relationship clear, if it is possible at all. So. But uh, it's so incredible if you stay honest, I mean, so that it is really painful for yourself to say it like we sometimes we have we have uh, conversations where I, where we say, okay, I need to say something, but I deserve the right to erase it again. So you cannot do that really because what's said is said, but we can. This is our ability. So we have these conversations where I can say, I need to say something now and I need to hear myself saying that so that I can see if that is really reflected by words, which what I feel inside of myself. And then I say it and then I can say, no, it's not quite that. I have to formulate it differently. And then I go more and more to how, what I want to say. And at the end I see, and I'm so uh, astonished, you know, what's coming out of me, how I could give this in this dangerous situation, and I understand myself much better, if I dare to, 
speak uh, really from from the bottom of my heart, and even if I have terrible fear that I will uh, devastate my woman, for example, you know, by what I am saying, and it's it's mind blowing how she can hold that and and how she's speaking, and and that's really that's the cool part of the whole thing, you know, having these conversations no matter how painful the subject is. So that's, that's my field. Cornel, are you willing to share with us what are your agreements or that's something personal to you? No, it's not uh, personal, but actually we have come together uh, in, a, in a sex positive con context like it was kind of clear that we would not be a monogamous couple and somehow it happened that we became one and uh, that it, it it just it didn't really happen and and um and also uh, it was not just that now Abby says she doesn't need it anymore because she had it. I didn't have it. I was always in, I had these two major uh, relationships. So, and then after that, I really knew I'm no more, this is not my world. And she came from that world. So it seemed to be a great thing. And now we, now we find out that she doesn't need it anymore. And I say, well, but I need it. And I want it. I want to explore that. I cannot die without knowing all that I need to feel how 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 am I in that is that the real thing because I did the other thing only because I believe that it is like that but it didn't really work out as I wished so so what is the what is the agreement the agreement is I can do what I want and is so little fun only go near that if you know that you make your partner suffer so can you explain that? Well, well, if I if if I if I say that I'm gonna see this woman and I can see how much fear it causes, it, no matter if I have a, a sensual thing or just a platonic conversation or something, there are some women that cause fear. And then this is this is reducing the fun so much. So I'm not happy with that. And about that also, I, I need to be in conversation. So, but the, the, the thing is that if you have agreements or not, they should, I've, that's my feeling, like you cannot, you, you should only agree to something that you can really open-heartedly give. And what I'm asking, it's very hard to give that open-heartedly in the conditions of her. And I can totally understand that because there are also some other factors that are difficult for her. So, yeah, there are... My agreement is that I'm completely free, but do I feel good taking that freedom? And that's what I have to learn and I have to make a decision if I want to if I want to do that and how I want to do that and if I if there is a way that we can go there together or not so 
That's what we are figuring out. How and when are you going to transform this exploration into a training? I will be in. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we had one like two years ago um, with uh, Anne and Georg, which, mm -hmm. I, which I would say that was, that was not what I imagined or what, where I wanted to go. So um, yeah, I mean, when? When Corona is over. Okay, deal. <laughs> okay, we have five minutes left to our call. That's what I hear you say, Cornelius, is like you're constantly experimenting on, on going into the limits of your box, kind of in relationship and practicing to ask for what you need and, and want, and then be with the consequences of that. I'm not in all uh, uh, realms going to the edges of my box. Right now, the edges are to stay honest, no matter what. And to see the fruit that's coming out of that, it is just so incredible. I mean, for myself, not even, I'm not only, uh, even thinking about the relationship or, or uh, Abby, it's, it's just the gift that is for myself in that. This is so beyond words what you it, it's almost like you are giving birth to something that can only be born if if it is born um if you don't fear your own truth or the own truth that's a word i hate actually but what you feel inside of yourself like like an urge a a, a, a deep urge a deep heartfelt urge that is that is having the potential of of uh, causing pain or the, like i i would have all reasons to not to not speak about it and 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 either steal what is not okay or uh, run away but to to stay in love and simply to stay and and to not run away and to speak it but also not to run away from yourself not lying what you need mm -hmm. i mean not not lying to the other and not lying to yourself. What can come out of that is simply incredible. Mm. That's, so far, that's, 
that's that's so far what I can what I can say is the harvest. Thank you, Cornelius. And we have two minutes left, and I would like to hear like two words from everyone before we we end the call. What do you took from this session, and what's alive in you? Like in two words. If that's something you would like to do for finishing. Purpose alignment. Inspiring and down to earth. I felt like the, the spring has fi finally landed. Where I where I am in this moment. Thank you. Integrity and simplicity. And, and purpose. What was the first other? Fun, fun. <laughs> Truth experiments. I didn't get it. Truth experiments. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Heart and exploration. Again? Heart and exploration. Um, death and rebirth. Joy and connection. How do you call grillos? I'm hearing some grillos. It's here. It's really here. Great. Gri, 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 gri. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. The name Crickets, is Crickets. I'm very happy that I came to know you guys and I hope we will see again soon and hopefully in person, really. Yes. I Thank wish you, you all the best. Thank you for Thank coming you. and joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All the best for you too. Thank you. Thank you, Cornelius, for being here. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So. Bye-bye, Joanna. Bye-bye. Thank you so much.